everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about the power of TV themes. Jeopardy is the most recognizable TV show theme song, according to a new study from U.S. Direct, an authorized direct TV dealer. From Psychology Today, The Science of Fandom, Why is that song stuck in your head? Now, this is March of 2021. Last week, the new hit sitcom WandaVision revealed to its many fans, spoilers ahead, that Katherine Hahn's character Agatha was the big bad. The show did that with an infectious song that immediately swept the internet and then got stuck in everyone's head, like it or not. Fans are known for being passionate about the things they love and spending a lot of time thinking about those things, but they often don't think much about the impact of the music in their favorite shows and films. That music is an integral part of telling the story and why those stories resonate. And there's some psychological research behind that. In the case of Agatha All Along, the impact was so striking that the song went viral with one fan posting a YouTube video revealing the part of the music that had actually been playing in various sitcom themes on the show since the start in a kind of meta hint as to what was coming. That analysis of the recurring motif caught the interest of both fans and the show creators, eventually prompting one division composers Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez to take to Twitter to corroborate YouTube poster Artsy Omni's sleuthing. Kristen Anderson Lopez tweeted, If you are wondering why you are so ready for the last song, it's because you were hearing the same song week after week. Agatha All Along is intentional in its musical composition in more than one way. In an interview with IndieWire, the composers who are also responsible for another song no one can get out of their heads, Disney's Let It Go, said that they were trying to remind viewers of classic fan-favorite sitcoms from I Love Lucy to The Partridge Family and also bring a feeling of impending darkness. They accomplished this by using a tritone, sometimes called the Devil's Interval, which creates a sense of creepiness that runs underneath the outwardly cheery tune. The composers then varied the meter and tone and instrumentation to create different versions of the telltale motif. While this is one of those few times that fans are all talking about the music of their favorite show, a television show's composers are always critical collaborators in telling the story that fans are enjoying. Music elicits powerful emotions in humans, sometimes creating emotions we might not have felt otherwise as we watch our favorite shows. Music can either intensify, dampen, or maintain our emotional experience. That's because we hear music as an emotional expression and unconsciously construct a representation of that emotion in a form of emotional contagion. As music psychologist Patrick Jusselin put it, you may know that what you hear is just music, but the mechanisms that evoke your emotions do not. 
Music is used in several ways in film and television. The musical score can be used to add to a scene's intensity, create pathos, or serve as a cue to the audience that something bad is coming, as in the reveal of Agatha. Variations in the instruments used and the timbre and tempo of the music create different emotions in the listener. For example, descending notes are mostly perceived as sad and ascending notes as happy, but changing the instrumentation changes the feel of the music. Higher-pitched and more staccato instruments like the marimba evoke joy, whereas cello and saxophone convey sadness and fear. The piano appears to be the most neutral instrument, which means that the manner in which it is played has a significant impact on listeners' emotional response. In multiple WandaVision episodes, the recurring motif is played in the various theme songs in different ways. How does music create emotional reactions? There are several cognitive mechanisms involved, most of which occur in the older part of the brain known as the limbic system. So the reactions are automatic. If you have ever experienced music that gave me chills, that distinctive sensation is associated with limbic system activity. Neuroimaging studies show that the brain interprets certain aspects of music, such as an accelerating pace or sudden changes in rhythm or volume, as a signal that we need to pay attention. Humans have evolved to recognize such changes as meaningful since survival might have depended on the ability to notice patterns in sounds to know when to make a quick escape. When the rhythm of a piece of music changes, heart rate and breathing change in someone listening. Manipulating aspects of the music of a television show or film produces emotional responses in viewers. Learning is also involved in our response to music. The composer's intentional evocation of familiar sitcom themes from the past adds to the impact of the music in WandaVision. Both being a fan and listening to music can result in absorption or engagement, an intense focus on something that can alter emotions or ways of thinking, sometimes called flow. Absorption results in a loss of self-consciousness when something has captured our attention completely to the extent that we feel immersed in whatever we are watching or doing. This experience is generally pleasurable, resulting in changes in the frontal cortex and the release of the neurotransmitter dopamine. The effect is even greater when the music is personally meaningful, something which the familiarity of the music from WandaVision, reminding us of beloved sitcoms in the past, may have inspired. Finally, having Agatha herself, actress Catherine Hahn, sing the vocals for Agatha all along added another increment of familiarity. The combination of subtle priming with the repeated motif the manipulation of tempo and timbre and instrumentation, and the undeniably catchy tune itself have left many fans with a persistent, if not entirely unwanted, earworm. And there are a number of citations for this as well. I personally love the theme songs that you instantly identify with, like Batman and The Twilight Zone and Mission Impossible. 
especially the ones that explain the entire premise of the show. Like Batman. It's just one word. But you know, Batman. And that plays over and over again, and you know that's Batman. Uh, Gilligan's Island is another one. You know the entire premise of the show. You know the entire premise of the Brady Bunch. You know the entire premise of Cheers. You know the entire premise of the Mary Tyler Moore show. And you also know the one and only Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out, here comes a Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. I mean, that pretty much sums up Spider-Man. And this is all stuff that's been verified by things like psychology today. But the most recognizable TV theme song is the theme from Jeopardy. And that doesn't even mention Family Feud, which everybody I think knows, you know. It starts off with the, uh, the violins, the fiddles, and then it goes into the brassy thing, you know. And top five answers on the board. We asked 100 plumbers, zookeepers, proctologists, sanitation workers, married men, babysitters. What was the last stinky place you stuck your finger? MeTV says Batman, Family Feud, The Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island, Seinfeld, I Live Lucy, The Honeymooners, The Twilight Zone, and 18 classic TV theme songs that made the pop charts. Peter Gunn and Welcome Back, Cotter were also musical titans, too. The number one theme song from this list is Peter Gunn, and I think many of us know that. If you haven't heard the Art of Noise remix from the 80s, you should. Number two. Bonanza. And then they guess the TV theme songs from Ben Casey and Dr. Kildare. And I don't really quite remember them so well. But number five, another one that explained the entire premise of the show, The Beverly Hillbillies. And that was entitled The Ballad of Jed Clampett. And of course, Secret Agent as another one that explains the entire theme of the song, Secret Agent Man. Then Batman, Mission Impossible, Hawaii Five-O, Another one that didn't exactly give away the premise, but he gave the entire idea of the feel of the show, was All in the Family. Those were the days. Followed by The Rockford Files, the theme from SWAT, the theme from Beretta. Keep your eye on the sparrow when the going gets narrow. Well, well, well. Another theme that explained the entire premise of the show was the theme to Happy Days, the theme to Laverne and Shirley, the theme to Welcome Back, Cotter. One that's been relegated to relative obscurity uh, is a TV show that starred David Norton, who was uh, one of the stars, or the titular star of American Werewolf in London, making it, and that was a hit single. And of course... Uh, he was also a pepper 
and the uh, 1970s uh, advertisement for Dr. Pepper, but making it made it all the way to number five on the pop chart. And then there was Angie, the theme from Angie with Donna Pescal, that was popular. What about one of our most popular TV show theme songs, which gave the exact theme and the vibe of the show and the entire premise, The Addams Family. From Paste Magazine, the 50 best TV theme songs of all time. In 2008, Paste claimed there's no denying we're past the golden age of the TV show theme song. More than 10 years later, that still feels pretty true. More pared down and wordless intros have dominated, like in the case of two TV titans, Mad Men and Breaking Bad, but that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes the wordless ditties are pure gold, like the harumphing waltz that begins every curb your enthusiasm, or for that matter, mash. But that's not exactly the stuff of Archie and Edith at the piano, or Cheers, where a show's theme could tell you a little story by itself. This being from Paste, it says, here are the 50 best TV theme songs of all time. Number 50, The Rockford Files. Number 49, WKRP in Cincinnati. Another one that gave you the premise of the entire show. For the most part, it's a standard late 70s theme song, but then it closes with the magical WKRP in Cincinnati. The tune is the perfect match for the middling radio station at the show center. And it was, it was an original song written for the show. Theme from Rawhide. The Flintstones. You know, everybody knew the Flintstones. Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Friends. Oh, God. Sesame Street. Now, how sweet is this? Yes. Number 42. Malcolm in the Middle, They Might Be Giants Doing Boss of Me. Veronica Mars, It Was the Dandy Warhols, We Used to Be Friends, and Jeopardy. Intro by Merv Griffin. The Courtship of Eddie's Father. Intro by Harry Nilsson, Best Friend. Scrubs. Intro by Laszlo Bain, Superman. Weeds. Intro by Malvina Reynolds, Little Boxes. Square Pegs. Intro by The Waitresses. That was cool. What's Happening? Intro by Henry Mancini. Welcome Back, Cotter by John Sebastian. The Andy Griffith Show, the Whistling TV Show theme song. The Monkees by Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart. One of the few TV themes that counts as a real-life hit for the characters in the show who were fictional renderings of real musicians playing themselves. There was the meta-beauty of the monkeys who had a great tune and a classic 60s refrain. We're the young generation and we've got something to say. Of course, the Brady Bunch, the Beverly Hillbillies, the Dukes of Hazard, right? Mad Men, Barney Miller, Star Trek The Next Generation, Knight Rider, The Sopranos, The Golden Girls, intro by Andrew Gold. The opening tune for The Golden Girls is as recognizable as the sitcom's four leading ladies who shared ample amounts of love, heartbreak, and laughter in their Miami home. 
Thank You For Being A Friend was originally a 1978 hit by Andrew Gold, but singer Cynthia Fee's version of the song is a perfect ode to the unbreakable bond between absent-minded Rose, free-spirited Blanche, quick-witted Dorothy, and sharp-tongued Sophia. It's Gary Shandling's show, intro by Joey Carbone. Gary Shandling was so far ahead of his time, it's easy to forget how influential his first show basically invented the comedian as himself sitcom and was among the first to turn the entire premise inward to television itself. Well, I do take exception. There was a television program called The Burns and Allen Show, where George Burns broke down the fourth wall as part and parcel of the program itself. So that's a little bit weak on the premise side there to say that. The, the Muppet Show, intro by Jim Henson and Sam Pottle, and we love them. The Wire. Tom Waits, Way Down in a Hole, Peter Gunn, Henry Mancini, The Adams Family, Vic Mizzy, The Twilight Zone, Bernard Herman, Doctor Who, Ron Grainer. With its tape loops and innovative use of synthesizers and filters, Ron Grainer's pioneering electronic composition was originally brought to life by the BBC Radiophonic Workshop back in 1963. It's the rare TV theme that had a major impact on popular music of its own era and those to come, and one of the most recognizable. The theme has been tweaked several times during the on and off 55-year history of the cult show, but the tune itself has aged every bit as well as the time-traveling doctor. Mission Impossible! The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, intro by Will Smith and Quincy Jones. The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Thanks to the on-screen punctuation it got via Mary Tyler Moore's infamous blue beret toss, Curtis's hopelessly optimistic and oh-so-70s love is all around is most memorable for its final notes, but it still offers hope and a sense of survival to many. Think of it as a precursor to Friends theme, I'll Be There For You. Then, of course, Gilligan's Island, the intro by Sherwood, Schwartz, and George Weil, the ballad of Gilligan's Island. Hawaii Five-O, intro by Morton Stevens, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, intro by Jeff Richmond and the Gregory Brothers. The Jeffersons, intro by Jeanne Dubois, moving on up. All in the Family, intro by Lee Adams, Charles Sprouse, Those Were the Days. The Simpsons, intro by Danny Elfman. Sanford and Son, intro by Quincy Jones. MASH, intro by Johnny Mandel, Suicide is Painless. Cheers. Well, there you go. I'm sure enough of these theme songs produced dopamine, and any other feeling you can get from brain chemicals that are stimulated because you enjoyed these theme songs. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out. Peace out.